This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnia Saleh and Hani Balkis. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Balqis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world and in the UAE. Ladies and gentlemen, it's, it feels good having Omnia back, you know? It feels good to be back for, on the show for, with for, you. For, for the longest time, I was saying, welcome back to Future Talk with <laughs> Hani Balqis only. Now, Omnia Saleh is back, and we are back with a lot of news, and starting with the UAE police and how they have foiled an e-crime which is worth 11.8 billion dirhams. Yes, indeed. Coronavirus has definitely accelerated e-crimes. We've seen a lot of hacking attempts being take or taking place, and the UAE police are definitely going to be standing up against all those hackers. But around the world, Apple is making headlines because there is news that they are currently working on two foldable iPhone models. The jealousy between iPhone and Androids is definitely real. Yes, indeed. And talking about Androids and iPhones, Los Angeles is going to offer vaccine records on an iPhone. Yes. Believe it or not. And we were talking about this yesterday, which honestly, it shocked me because it felt like CNN and BBC were listening. But I, Omnia, I told you, I have the crystal ball. <laughs> Fortune teller. Every time I feel or I suspect something that happens, it happens. Well, Los Angeles is making that come true with the vaccine records that's going to be taking place on iPhones. But in the world of apps, lots is happening as well because there's an application out there that will let every customer going to a jewelry shop try on their jewelry in a completely different manner. It is COVID-friendly and it's also totally virtual. Yes, and we're also talking about a 14-year-old kid who is a stocks guru right here in the UAE who turned 5,000 dirhams in savings all the way to 165,000 dirhams. Now, I think I might go to this guy, this little <laughs> kid, and tell him to invest my money in something. Because, I mean, 5,000 to 165,000 dirhams, that's a big feat. It is a big feat. And speaking of investment, he's planning to do that in robotics projects. What is that all about? And how is he going to be helping other needy children? Lots and lots is in store on the show. So keep Pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. We've seen cyber crimes take an acceleration during the coronavirus pandemic. It started out in 2020, but it's definitely carrying out into 2021. But the UAE police are not letting those hackers and scammers go on their own because there's a lot of e-crime operations that have been and different jo- uh, stuff that is that's being currently taking place to stand up for all those hackers and scammers. And as a user, you can go ahead and report all those e-frauds through an e-crime platform. Yes, indeed. And UAE police have folded an e-crime or e-crime operations that amount to around 11.8 billion dirhams. Now, the UAE police have arrested 97 suspects who were close to scam community members through e-scams and frauds, which were valued, like I said, uh, at the amount of 11.8 billion dirhams. Now, Omni and I have been telling you guys since the start of the pandemic, especially in 2020, about how a lot of people have been using the Internet a lot more, and they are more now kind of... uh, uh, kind of exposed to more internet crimes and phishing schemes, and we've brought in the experts right here on the show to tell you all that you need to know to keep your safe, keep yourself safe 
from these e-crimes. And thankfully, the UAE government and the UAE pl- police have been doing their part and and foiling these type of crimes. 100%. Now, social media platforms have been the biggest phishing net for all those scammers. A lot of people tend to fall praise on social media platforms and even text messages. And UAE police have been providing technical support about 1,078 times to recover hacked accounts over just the past year. Now, these accounts were being used to scam and blackmail others, and people have been very... um, They've been taking it on their part to go ahead and report all these scammers, which is good to witness since a lot of people may just brush it under the rug and say, you know what, it's yet another scammer that has been causing someone to fall for them as a prey. Now, UAE police and the UAE government in general have have given us a safe way to live in the country and not only in the country, but online as well. And we're seeing a lot of programs and systems right here in the UAE by the UAE police to fight the e-crimes in the country, which did lead to the arrest of major international gangs which we did say I think I think we talked about uh, earlier this year Hush Puppy mm-hmm. he I think he he stole around one point something billion drums True. he was living a lavish life on Instagram and not many people knew that this man was stealing a lot of money from people right here in the UAE now we do see that UAE police have foiled a lot of major e-crimes and frauds by these gangs and thankfully they are keeping us safe each and every day and a lot of people don't know Omnia, but one of the strongest cybersecurity uh, police or, or or systems exist right here in the UAE. Yes, indeed. And people can actually report any e-crime. Just because someone is not, uh, you know, scamming on you in person does not mean that they are untouchable. Yes. And the UAE police have definitely proved mm. that mm. through the different uh, criminal mm. criminals that they have captured mm. over this past year. Yeah. As a victim, you can go ahead and report any e-crime that you are subjected to on the Dubai police app and the UAE police app and websites, any crime like blackmailing, hacking, e-fraud, financial fraud on credit cards can all be reported. Now, it doesn't only have to be something monetary. Not only does someone have to steal money from you or try to scam you, if someone is making threats to you as well or even insulting you, thankfully, right here in the UAE, everyone is held accountable for their actions, whether it's online or offline. So if you do, unfortunately, go through these type of uh, uh, of, of situations, UAE police are right there to, to stand right next to you and defend you and catch these perpetrators who are doing things that are illegal. Obviously, we know blackmailing and threatening people and insulting people is against the conduct in the UAE when it does come to online things. You can't just say anything online and think that you're not going to have any any uh, any any punishment. Consequences. Yes, consequences. It's interesting that you mentioned this because a lot of kids uh, actually struggle in silence because of cyberbullying and they think that those bullies cannot be caught. But thankfully, the UAE police have proved that any criminal posing, posing any threat on an individual living right here in the UAE is going to be caught. Yes, online or offline. But ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about Apple. <laughs> now, it's reportedly working on two, not one, but two foldable iPhone models. Now, according to a Taiwanese outlet, there was been there has been rumors that two different foldable phone prototypes have passed internal durability tests at a factory in China. Now, I'm very interested. Now, Omnia, again, I've said this once and I've said this twice. Apple waits for everyone else to innovate and to try them out and to break them and to get under backfire and under fire. And then they'll go and create the product and perfect it. But at the same time, it makes me it makes me a little bit furious because if you think about it, they're not 
they're not the first people to come up with the idea, but because they go ahead and they implement it on iPhones, people yeah. start clapping for them as if they were the first people to have ever done it. Mm. We've seen it with the 5G. With the minute Apple released uh, the newest iPhone with 5G, everyone was just so ecstatic about it, thinking it was the first iPhone to ever, co- the first phone yeah. to ever come out with 5G. Now, Omni, that's a, that's a great point that you've made, but at the same time, again. Uh, I, I just believe that Apple perfects every product they bring out. Now, maybe perfect is a huge word to it's talk true, about. Though. But again, we've seen it with the touch screens. Now, if you look back at history, and history will tell you a lot. Now, Apple was not the first to come out with the touch screen phone. Yeah. I do believe Nokia and a lot of other Chinese or, or Sony Ericsson. A- Sony or, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of Android based phones were using touch screens, but it never actually lifted off. Now, we do know that Apple has great marketing power. That's number one. And number two, it's just the touch, the touchability, the reliability that iPhones do give you. And again, something that is very important, that premium quality. It definitely is a premium quality. And this is exactly why they are working on becoming a little bit more innovative with their phones. Now, the report that has been uh, released about Apple's potential foldable phones did state that one of the devices is a vertically folding phone, which is very similar to Samsung's Galaxy Z Flip. The other one, though, is a dual screen phone that has two displays that are connected by a hinge. Now, I don't have very good feelings about the second phone because we've seen a lot of uh, similar phones coming out of Android breaking because of that dual screen style. But the idea of Apple making a foldable or a dual screen device is definitely not new. However, it is going to be a new concept for all of their Apple customers. Yes, Omni. Now, I like how you talked about the durability of those phones. Now, we do know that back in 2019, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, back in 2019, uh, I think it was the beginning of 2019, the foldable phone with the, the Samsung did come out and it got recalled. And they were saying, and Samsung was saying, if you do have that phone, please send it back and we'll give you a replacement or we'll give you your money back. Because there was a lot of problems and a lot of tech YouTubers uh, bought the phone and they tried it out and a lot of them got it for free just to try it and to give reviews on it. And the reviews were horrible. Yes, it was a nice uh, uh, n- nice, nice idea. concept, but it wasn't just ready or perfected. And again, we're looking at the leak right now, the rumors. There, nothing is confirmed yet. But even with the rumors, we're looking that it might happen in late 2022. So not even this year, next year, or even go as far as saying 2023. So again, Apple is still testing the waters when it does come to foldable phones. And they won't release a product until it is perfect. Yes, indeed. The new patent that was awarded to Apple just last week did describe the device with the foldable display and that there was going to be a first and a second portion of the electronic device that will be joined using a hinge. So lots is in store for Apple in 2021 and 2022. Let us know. Would you be willing to buy iPhones uh, that are coming with a foldable screen or would you just stick with the good old basic yeah. iPhone. Basic, I, I think me personally, I'd buy one. You, you know what? You always buy the I'll, newest I'll, iPhone. I'll tell you why. I'm big on books. You know that, Omnia. Mm-hmm. And I do have a Kindle. So uh, I It's do... like reading a physical book, but it, it's all digital. Exactly. So when you're having a phone and you can open it up, it's a two-in-one. So True. I do believe that I might, when it does come out, hopefully I'll be on Future Talk. <laughs> I'll be telling you guys about it. But we're going to be taking a short break, ladies and gentlemen. And when we come back, we're not done talking about iPhones because we're going to go all the way to Los Angeles, California, and talk about how they're offering vaccine records on iPhones. You're listening to Pulse95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse95. 
Ever since announcements came out with the COVID-19 vaccine, people have been rushing to check out which vaccine gives the most immunity, but also how will they prove to the world that they have taken the vaccine? We've heard different assumptions. Some people said, you know, there's going to be a digital passport. Other people said that you'll have to get an attested certification, which is paper-based, saying where you got vaccinated, which vaccine did you take, and and when and where uh, were you actually vaccinated. But the latest of them all has been Los Angeles. Yes, Los Angeles does have different plans for the coronavirus vaccine. Now, people who do get the coronavirus vaccine in Los Angeles will be able to keep proof of their immunization in their iPhone's digital wallet. Now, the record will live in the Apple Wallet, which is usually used for payment cards, boarding passes, or even event tickets. Now, Omnia, did you ever travel with the boarding pass yes. in your phone? Funny enough, the with my last trip, I got, weirdly enough, a weird ticket, a boarding pass that said that I missed my flight. Oh. And I don't understand. Did you miss your flight, Omnia? No, I didn't. <laughs> but it said that it was going to be, ta- like, it was supposed to lo- like leave at 8 a.m. and I was getting the reminder at 6 a.m. Oh, so there's reminders as well. Yeah, it pops up like an alarm wow. with a boarding pass just there on your phone. That, that's actually really interesting. Now, I've read about it before, but I have never got my hands on it. But, I mean, I do believe that it might have the same type of features when it does come to the coronavirus vaccine. Now, a lot of officials in Los Angeles are saying it will be first be used to remind people, just like I said, to get their second required dose of the vaccine. So, obviously, just like it reminded Omnia about her boarding pass, we do know that the vaccines that are being regulated in the United States and are passing FDA approval mm-hmm. are going through uh, two dose when it does come to the coronavirus vaccine. I think it's a first dose and then two weeks later... Three weeks later. Three weeks later, a second dose. So That's for the Moderna and the Pfizer, I think. So when, you're, when your time does come up for that second dose or the second shower jab of the vaccine, you will get a reminder saying, hey, tomorrow you need to go get your vaccine, book an appointment or whatever. And I do like it. Why? Because, Mm. again, everyone has their phone in hand, not only to remind them about the vaccine, but to show that I have been vaccinated. I'm good to go to travel. I'm good to go to enter the supermarket where whatever it is that is required to be negative from COVID-19 and have that vaccine in hand. Absolutely. And it's crazy how COVID-19 has just, you know, it kind of gave us a slap on the face. You know, wake up. Everything is becoming digital. Why use paper-based certifications when you can simply do everything online? Now, uh, a lot of partnerships have been taking place between the Los Angeles uh, healthcare facilities and a software firm to basically create this digital card. Now, the digital card could be used to prove to airlines, to prove to schools, to prove to whoever needs it that the person holding that digital copy has been immunized. Mm -hmm. It's crazy because I feel like it'll be so practical, just as easy easily as you use your phone your iPhone to pay using Apple Pay you can showcase your immunization certificate on your phone as well now we do know that when anytime we have papers we lose papers a lot oh, now yes. whether it's receipts important documents they are kind of being made to be lost yeah. so with this type of uh, a feature it will kind of change the game and you won't lose anything and again they are kind of teaming they are teaming up with Helpvana mm. and Helpvana actually has a track record of handling sensitive patient data so don't worry about your privacy and also Helvana they did have uh, they delivered 
millions of HIV test results to U.S. patients in recent years. So they do have a good track record and they are trusted, which is very important when these type of sensitive data is being transmitted. It is an unknown virus and we are definitely learning about COVID-19 as we go. But using a trusted software uh, provider will definitely help make this process a lot easier. There has been some resistance to the idea of having a vaccine passport because a lot of people are worrying and fearing that it may cause them to not be able to enter to certain venues, to not be able to enter to certain uh, places if they choose to not take the vaccine. Mm. But at the same time, a lot of people are just unwilling to share medical personal information. Yeah, in my opinion, I feel like in the age of COVID-19, everyone just wants to know that you do not have corona. That's it. Exactly. 100% now uh, my grandpa and my grandmother who live in the United States mm. have already signed up for the vaccine and they did get approval. And soon enough, they will be getting the coronavirus vaccine. Hallelujah for getting the coronavirus vaccine. I personally would take it in a heartbeat, and I am considering taking it. I don't know about you, though. I, 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 I pro still vaccine, anti, anti. No, no, one hundred percent pro vaccine. Just I'm not sure if I'm ready for it yet. Okay, sounds good. Let us know your thoughts. Four two one five. Do it. It's a lot. Did you take the coronavirus vaccine right here in the UAE? It is being offered for free for any residents and Emiratis uh, living in the country. Let us know your thoughts if you're willing to take it or not or if you've taken it yourself for 215 do it or sign into our dms at pulse 95 radio coming up we're talking all about jewelry and an application that allows you to try it on completely virtual pulse 95 pulse 95 apps all around what's worth a click and download now, with the COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of people have resorted to online shopping when it comes to clothes, grocery, goods, you name it. Now, I myself have had my fair share of online shopping in the past, but let's talk about jewelry. Now, we don't hear a lot about people buying jewelry online, mm. maybe because they just don't know how it looks on them. Well, we have an app for you that lets consumers try on jewelry virtually now it is an application that allows people to try on jewelry virtually and it was featured at the 2020 bazaar jewelry international designer salon in shanghai Paralong museum now the app is called aic jewel which is amazing because very fitting <laughs> augmented uh artificial intelligence jewelry yes indeed and for those of you who typically would see ads online about different types of jewelry, a lot of you may be wondering, how does it fit? You know, what if I buy it online and it just doesn't end up fitting oh me Oh boy, right? that's, my, that's my thing. That's my biggest worry. And I know that's yours with shirts Oh. <laughs> and clothes in general. But I did get a great offer last time, Omnia. <laughs> you need to tell the story. All right, guys. You really need to tell that story. All right. It's a, it's a pretty long story. Okay. But, but uh, I I kind of wanted to online shop again because Which I don't even know why he tries. <laughs> so so I only knows how and you guys know how how in the past I've had tr problems uh, online shopping trouble. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it wouldn't fit me. Sometimes it wouldn't look good. Too small. Too big. But I had a go one more time when it came to online shopping and I ordered some clothes and uh, I get the bag. The bag is huge. It is literally huge, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm looking at the back. I'm like, man, I don't remember ordering this much clothes. And I, I open up the app and it says I just ordered four items. Mm -hmm. So I open the bag, obviously. I want to try on the clothes. I see the pants I bought, the t-shirts I bought. And then I see another t-shirt. I'm like, okay, that's the t-shirt I like. And then I saw another t-shirt. The, the, the same one. The same t-shirt and the same t-shirt and the same t-shirt. Long story short, ladies and gentlemen, I had 14 
t-shirts of the same t-shirt that I bought, and I paid for the price of one. So uh, the company made a mistake, and they mm-hmm. sent me 14 pairs of the same t-shirt. And when I contacted the company, I said, he hey. I was trying to be a good customer. Good Samaritan. I'm saying, hey, listen, you guys gave me 14 t-shirts by accident. I only ordered one. And they're like, hey, you know what? Uh, if you want, you can send it back to us. Go to the post office. Pay the delivery fee. Pay more money. Pay, yeah, pay more money. To pay return the, their shirts. To return their shirts that they made a mistake from. And uh, we'll send you back the money in 45 days. Wow. Yeah, so they want me Very to pay convenient. out of my pocket and then send me money back 45 days. I was like, listen, if you guys want, you can come and pick up the clothes. If you don't want it, I'm going to give 14 t-shirts away. Well, so there you ha- How many shirts are left of those 14? 11. Oh. I've gave three to my friends. We're, we're creating a football team right now. Fantastic. So you have 11 more shirts if you need the shirt. Hani can send you all the details and you can just pick it up. I think I might try my luck with this jewelry. Maybe they give me 14 rings, 14 oh. diamond necklaces. Oh, God. You know what I do, Omnia? I buy a Tesla. Fantastic. Great plans. But I don't think this app would make th- such a mistake because the application uh, that we are talking about today, it's called AIC Jewel. Basically, allows any visitor to their store to see how the jewelry looks like on their hands without going ahead and trying them on. A big word during coronavirus has been trying things on. Makeup, you cannot try it in store. You can't even see the tester. Man, I, I, I used to try on makeup all the time. <laughs> I know, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the biggest things that I faced during the COVID-19 pandemic was, was, was I couldn't try on makeup anymore. Of course. <laughs> Of course, that's been a big worry in Hani's world. Um, but for those uh, visitors that are visiting the store, necklaces, rings, and earrings from any brand that collaborates with that store could be tried on through the application. So all you'll need to do is basically take a photo of that piece of jewelry using your mobile device, upload it to the application, and then uh, you'll basically be able to see what it looks like on your ring, or, I mean on your finger, on your hand, even on your neck. The application has actually partnered with six domestic and foreign jewelry brands and they're planning to do um, that more and even collaborate with more brands uh, in the China International Import Expo of the year 2021. Yes, indeed. Now, I do believe it's a great initiative. Again, we're looking at technology kind of exploding when it does come to AI, artificial intelligence, augmented reality as well, because... Yes, we're using AI, but also augmented reality is being put in play. Again, the COVID-19 pandemic has accelerated technology in different types of sectors. We've got the medical sector, the entertainment sector, and even the e-commerce sector. Now, obviously, I don't wear any jewelry, Omnia. I don't wear earrings. I don't wear necklaces. Uh, actually, I do wear a necklace. But uh, if I would want to try something like that. But even watches or, yeah. let's say, certain. I mean, especially for me personally, the biggest struggle is rings. Having them fit right, <laughs> having them fit right and making sure that they're not too big, they're not too small is a struggle. And you can't do that when you're shopping, let's say, on Instagram or Facebook. Mm-mm. So I do believe that uh, something of this technology is groundbreaking for that uh, e-commerce industry because, again, it's going to opt a lot of people to buy more jewelry online. Again, COVID-19 pandemic has, has made a lot of businesses suffer. So businesses are trying to kind of look away and try to find a different route to selling their products and well this is one of them thinking outside the box that's definitely what this application is doing and they're currently trying to strike a partnership with luxury brands like cartier so if they land such a partnership unfortunately that's not in my budget (laughs) 
They're ex- <laughs> uh, they're expensive. They are expensive, but they're definitely long lasting, and they have the hearts of many customers, many ladies out there as well. So let us know your thoughts. Such an application can definitely come in handy for men and women at the same time. Would you be willing to try it? And what do you think if you went into a jewelry store? They told you you cannot try them physically, but you can still try them on virtually. Mm, I think I would. Uh, I don't know, Leave man. Leave the store. <laughs> I, I I I don't try on jewelry anyways. But uh, we also do have a word that even Bulgari mm. is. Uh, it might kind of uh, have a collaboration with AIC Jewelry. So. I'm excited for that. There's big news happening in China with jewelry and tech and artificial intelligence. Let us know your thoughts. Our text lines are open for 215. Do it to Salat or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Coming up is an interesting story about a young kid, 14 years old, that is probably making more money than a lot of people. <laughs> yes, indeed. 14 years old. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. Growing up, allowances have definitely been kind of like your very own mini treasure. You basically try your best to save up and buy whatever it is that your heart wishes for. But for a 14-year-old living right here in the UAE, he decided to take savings to a whole other level. He turned his 5,000 dirham savings into 165,000 dirhams. And not just that, he's also planning to basically create a robotics project to support needy children. What surprises me or baffles me the most, Omnia, mm-hmm. is this 14-year-old had 5,000 dirham savings. When <laughs> to I, begin with. Yeah, to begin with. I yes. mean, when I was 14 years old, I think I had one dirham to my name. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't think. I think fifty dirhams was the biggest or largest amount I have ever required. Fifty dirhams back in the day meant like we're talking. We're talking like a long time ago. It felt like two hundred. Felt like five thousand dirhams. True. If, True. But a fourteen-year-old Indian boy in the UAE has turned his savings of around five thousand dirhams into about one hundred and sixty-five thousand dirhams to fund his robotics projects and support children in need. Obviously, with his new acquired wealth, he does want to put it to good use. Now, he goes by the name of Adi Verma, a grade 10 student of a Jumeirah English-speaking school in Arabian ranches, and he was looking for ways to make his savings grow so he could finance his passion for robotics. And what did he do? He read up on the stock market and dabbled with small amounts at first. Now, after some success, his confidence grew and he decided to go all in. Yes, indeed. And that was around 10 months ago. In March, there had been a stock market crash, which according to Adi, he basically saw it as an opportunity to go ahead and buy stocks at lower than market prices. So buying and selling these stocks on American exchanges, besides a few in the Chinese market, he basically now has a portfolio worth of around 165,000 dirhams. And I think... This is by far one of the very rare success COVID-19 stories because I don't think many people made the most out of the stock market crash as much as Adi did. He also has holdings in cryptocurrencies, which is a very, very smart way of playing around with the stock market. Now, Omnia, I've seen a lot of people actually make some money after uh, during COVID-19 when with the stock market. Now, my cousin being one of them, mm-hmm. he made a lot of money Oh wow! with the COVID-19 pandemic and... Uh, and I just think that right now the stock market, uh, 
it's it's a tough nut to crack. But once you get the hang of it and you know how to buy and sell, obviously buy buy it low, sell for high. <laughs> but uh, it does go deeper into that. So my cousin again, he's 26, 27 years old. My uncle's 38 years old. Mm. We're talking about a 14 year old boy who could have who wrapped his head around stock market. Now when I was 14, if you told me to do what this kid did, I would say leave me alone. Let me go play some games. So. Obviously, Addy is a very gifted and intelligent kid. Now, he does wake up around 4 a.m. to research the developments following the market closing in the U.S. Now, every two to four days, he does say he normally starts trading around 6.30 p.m. when the markets reopen in the U.S. Now, at first, he used to deal mostly in penny stocks, uh, which do share whose value is normally b- below $5 mm-hmm. or around 18 dirhams. But they do have the potential to skyrocket or nosedive. Yes, indeed. And Adi has also invested in many tech giants. So in o- he invested his stocks in over 40 companies, including famous ones such as Amazon, Google, Apple, Tesla, Microsoft, Facebook, Boeing. I mean, we the list just goes on and on. And what's interesting about this kid is, is that he's not just, you know, catching it by luck, investing in whatever companies he finds. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He works very hard. I mean, you're talking about a 14-year-old child waking up at 4 a.m. every single day doing his research on what companies he should invest in. But he's also paying it forward and supporting others. Yes, I mean, now I, I love that he invested in big tech giants. Now, Something I wish I invested in, Omnia, is Tesla and Zoom. Now, those are one of the two that uh, made the most during the COVID-19 pandemic. But again, he is paying it forward and supporting children who are in need. And he is using some of his capital for his robotic projects. So we're saying that he also is into tech. Now, he did use tech to make money. And now he's giving it back to himself with his robotic projects. And he has been supporting a few girls' basic needs through a charity every month. Now, he did say in his statement that he really wants to build something that has the impact to change lives for the better. And he's working on a project to build 3D images of landscapes such as sand dunes and display them in an easily readable format. Now, obviously, this just has someone of a leadership mind, obviously, from the get-go. 14 years old, leadership mind. He always he, he already wants to change lives at the young age of 14. And if you thought that was it, you are wrong because he's also currently building a humanoid that he believes could replace humans doing repetitive jobs. Robots are not a threat to people's livelihoods. And this is definitely Adi's point of view when we're talking about humanoids. He always sees people talking about technology destroying people's jobs. But his aim in life is to prove the opposite because he believes that tech can actually free up people change jobs and even increase the skill sets that are required so he's basically a student that is currently turning into a teacher teaching us right here on future talk but also teaching the world on how tech could potentially save the lives of many now hats off to this kid right here 14 years old doing a lot of big things i'm excited for his future i don't even know the kid (laughs) but i'm excited for his future and what he can do whether it's in the stock market giving back or even his own robotic projects Text us in at 4215 or on Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Let us know which story did you like the most. But, ladies and gentlemen, it is almost 3 p.m. And what does that mean? It means 
Omni and I need to jump into <laughs> spaceships and go all the way to space. Yes, indeed. But you can catch us again later, same time, same tomorrow, same place tomorrow from 2 to 3 p.m. We will be bringing you the latest in what is happening in the tech world. But until then, make sure you keep Pulse95 locked because coming up is the Dream Team. Aisha Al-Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah are coming in with Afternoon Karak, bringing you the latest in what is happening in the entertainment industry. We want to wish you a blessed afternoon. Stay safe and we'll see you next time. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.